Welcome to Red Zone DFS Week 15 Sunday Slate. We got 10 games here, and I really hope you guys played Jarek McKinnon like me and Jimmy recommended last week, and you guys want some serious, serious cash. That was a hell of a call. Um, man, he exploded. He nuked the slate. <laughs> yeah. Dude, at like 4,700, just absolutely nuked the slate. Yeah. That was enjoyable. Um, now this was week – we have one of the worst mispricings I've ever seen in my, I don't know, what's been about 12 years of playing DFS, I think. So it should be interesting. I like it. Let's hit it. Joe, you never get to go first. Who do you like up top? Quarterback. Dude, I love Justin Fields this week. I feel like we just oh. haven't seen him, right? He's been kind of hurt. The Bears are on a bye week. Like, Justin Fields kind of just slipped into the shadows here. And I can see Justin Fields. Like, Philly's going to kick their ass. And then Chicago's just going to have to play some weird shit. And this is where Justin Fields is going to run, throw. I mean, he's going to pile on the points here. And I think 7,400 is just way too cheap. Can't ignore it. Um, he's our ultimate play-behind quarterback. So, Justin Fields is my number one guy this week. Number one. Numero Ew. uno. Oh, man. All right. That kind yeah. of threw me for a, a curveball here. Yeah. Um, I, I'm, like I'm going to go back to Philly uh, just for the same reasons. Like, I just think they're just – they're running at another level right now. Uh, I showed you guys a screenshot. I was in first place for quite a bit of the morning last week, and then some unfortunate things happened. And but you didn't um, play Jarek McKinnon. No, it wasn't that actually. I didn't have much well, I didn't have Miles Sanders on that team. And mm. then Miles Sanders started to uh slowly slip away as the Eagles went that direction, which very much could happen again this week. Another guy told you to play last week. I did play him. It just wasn't on that team that was in first place. I was on mm. the passing the side. Old, so the good old false um, lineup build. But I'm gonna take my shots here because the, like we've talked about it before. The Eagles can win a lot of different ways you just hope it goes in your favor if it does you, you may be shipping and taking down a tournament um so they were off to a good start hopefully if fields can keep pushing i mean aj brown and uh devonta smith coming in sub 10 percent ownership like against maybe the worst defense in the nfl uh sign me up for that so well here's here's where we get to we don't have to wait long um to find out who I think is the worst mispricing that I've seen in maybe 12 years. Let's hear and it. It's Patrick Mahomes at 8,100 versus the Houston fucking Texans. <laughs> I yeah. have no idea what algorithm that <laughs> DraftKings was using. I mean, they're playing in Houston in on a fast track premium playing environment. This is not in Kansas city. It does. There's no weather factors. And it, Kansas City isn't one of those teams that will just take things lightly on you. Like, yeah. They are going to put up 75 points if that's what is allowed, right? I don't really even know who to pair Patrick Mahomes with. I'm just going to pair him with Travis Kelsey and move on. But yeah. there's no way in hell that he should not be anything less than 9,000, 9,200 this week, and he's 8,100. No disrespect to Jalen Hurts. But Jalen Hurts should not be priced above Patrick oh, Mahomes here. I'm yeah, sorry. I hear you there for sure. Um, yeah, so I, I can't I, argue with it at all. I'm, I mean, I might have like 60% Mahomes this week. I like it. It's, almost, it's almost too easy to line that there's, up. There's and, so much value everywhere else with guys who are hurt, 
There's going to be, you know, it, it just look at all the other games on the slate. Yep. There are so many just straight up terrible fucking games on the slate where, I mean, I, I don't even know. I know the Philly, the Philly Chicago game is, is near the same total, but I, I think that Kansas city gets to the 49 and a half themselves. I mean, they don't need Houston to cover the over. Yeah, and I can see, right, like Kansas City did not look great last week. Mahomes had three picks. I guess this is where Andy Reid goes. This is where we get right. This is where we do everything perfect. And this is where we get our game back to where we need to get it. And Mahomes does throw for four-plus touchdowns. Even in the first half, it's possible. Yep. I've seen it happen before. I definitely cannot argue with that at all. So um, Uh, Another another guy for me is we're going down – I don't know why Joe Burrow is only priced at $7,000 versus Tampa Bay. Uh, I mean, we just saw Brock Purdy light Tampa Bay's ass up. Yep. I mean, we've been saying it all year that Tampa Bay has a great run defense, and they do. They shut, they, I mean, by a large part, they shut the Niners down pretty hard as a team who really likes to run the ball. But they're a pass funnel. I mean, they're 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 still banged up, pretty hardcore in the secondary. They're not. But like, who is really going to cover Jamar Chase in that secondary? Nobody. I mean, exactly. Nobody who's going to cover Jamar Chase. I mean, you saw it with the Niners. I mean, they guys were just running wide open all over the place. It's going to happen again. Again, it, it, don't overcomplicate this one. Play Burrow and Chase and just yep. move on. It's mm-hmm. really easy. 7%. If you're if you're not, you know, if you're one of those people who really, really, you know, harps on ownership, fine. Don't play Mahomes. Play Burrow. He's going to be like 6 to 7% owned. He's going to fucking smash his slate. Yeah, I, uh, I agree there. He's the next one on my list that I was going to talk about as well. So Warm weather. They're playing in Tampa. Again, there's no, like – Bad throwing environment concerns. Just just go hammer the fuck out of that. Yep. Joe, who you got below that? Um, I just want to mention that I am fading Justin Herbert this week. Um, 100% oh, okay. fade just because, I mean, yeah, he's looked really good lately. And all of America apparently has realized that. And they are like 85% of the public handle is on the Chargers winning this game. This is where the Titans just come in and stomp on their shit and Chargers lose 21-17. Right, and Herbert just kind of gets shut down all game long. Like I can see him putting up 300 yards because he has to, but is he going to be throwing touchdowns? Is this game really going to push to an over? I don't think so. So I'm completely fading Herbert and going down Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, 6K. Maybe. I mean, he's starting to show a lot of things. Like He is the franchise guy. He can run the ball. He can throw the ball. He's getting it done himself when he needs to. He's yep. full on taking charge of that offense. And Dallas, yeah, man, they got a good defense, but they can be exposed. Yeah, especially with Jacksonville, the amount of talent that Jacksonville has. And if they're down, I like it even more. If Dallas comes out and just stomps their shit, I like that Jacksonville can throw the ball a lot. So Trevor Lawrence, if I need to go down, he's one of my favorites this week. Yeah, I mean, I think that we're just giving – I think we're giving Dallas – I mean, they're they're a good team, but, I mean – no no good team should be able to have what almost happened to Dallas last week. So – yeah, I mean, if- well, I was reading a lot too that like Jacksonville has got one of the better pass protecting offensive lines. I they know that do. doesn't matter quite a bit when Michael Parsons is coming around the corner, but since the guy is like a human wrecking ball, but Trevor Lawrence just looks good, man. He uh, he just looks fantastic. Well, um, it's the same kind of situation with the Giants. Like Peterson's a good coach, and he's actually yes. putting them in positions to succeed. 
and it's obvious. Yes. Yep. Um, along with that, Jacksonville gives up points too, right? Yeah. So this is a perfect setup potentially for, you know, something popping off. So I'm with you there uh, with old with T-Law. Going down? Anybody else here? Um, Are I mean, we signing some... up for the Desmond Ritter show? I have two lineups right now with Desmond Ritter. I'm a um, big fan of that call. I just think for the fact he does have rushing ability. Uh, I yes. watched him a lot in college at Cincinnati. Um, this is his shot because if he bombs these next couple of weeks, Atlanta will be in the market for a quarterback next year. No doubt yeah. about it. So he's got a shot here. You got Drake London. You've got some options in the receiver. You know, the thing is Ritter can run. And he's not this erratic I mean, yeah. runner. Like he's not an erratic runner like Mariota that's gonna fumble half the time. Like Ritter kind of has that Jalen Hurts type feel to him, where like he's gonna run vertical. <laughs> he's gonna get you those touchdowns. So I like Ritter. He can get you on the ground. He can get you on the on the pass. He looked great in the preseason. And New Orleans yeah. is just I disappointing mean, in every way possible. Dude, so that's what Ritter ran a four five forty. Like mm-hmm. the dude can move, you know. And I know that's not Tyreek flat fast, but for a quarterback, like that's flying. Um, yeah. So to put it into perspective, I think Justin Fields was like a four-four. You know, like yeah. he can move, um, and I just think the Saints are overrated as hell. Like to be totally mm-hmm. honest, so I can't believe Atlanta is not eliminated yet from the playoffs. Like we've seen it with the Brock Purdy thing. I know they're not so as wild. good, but you know sometimes moving to a new quarterback gives the team some juice, right? Like so, let's see what this kid's got. I'm willing to roll the dice on him in a few lineups. I like sure. it. Is anyone going back to Zach Wilson this week? I think you have to, yes. and and he's playing the Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. I mean, at home. Def- at home, their defense is just it's just not good. And again, I don't think you have to. I think that my favorite situation of playing Zach is probably playing him with Garrett Wilson and Tyler Conklin. Um, or if you just want to play him with Wilson, that's fine. But you want to talk about getting your shot. Um, this is a guy who's essentially just got benched. And now because of Mike White having a little little loosey-goosey concussion protocol here, uh, he's No, I think it's like a ruptured shot. lung. The doctors won't play, let him play because his lung is like bursting with fluid. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I think that you got to roll the dice and go back to Zach Wilson in a couple lineups here because absolutely nobody is going to play him because of the negative bias around him. Yeah. Yep. And it's just yeah. a perfect, perfect spot. Um, I can see the Jets winning this game. I can see the score getting run up a little bit. The one person I will avoid is Eli Moore because apparently Zach Wilson and Eli Moore have literally zero rapport. Whenever yeah, he's they... on quarterback, Eli Moore doesn't get a catch. And like Flacco goes in and Eli gets six catches. Isn't that wild? So, I've had this tweet queued up. I think you're going to see a stepbrothers type situation in the movie where you just have two moral enemies. They have to come together. I think you see some Elijah Moore this weekend, dude. They have no one else. Corey Davis is out. Uh, you can't just throw to Garrett Wilson every single play. He so, might. Right. They have Tyler Conklin. <laughs> yep. They do have Tyler Conklin, which I will be playing. But I'm with Conklin's you guys. The Lions, Lions defense is definitely beatable. I think the Jets are a pretty damn good football team uh, if they can get this quarterback position right. Like, yep. I'm taking some shots. He's too cheap. Uh, and I like it, too, because they're going to see a lot of ownership pull off. Of Garrett Wilson here, uh, which sure. makes me like him even more. Yeah. Hell yes. All right, guys, let's go to running backs before we get too far down there in the quarterbacks. Good. All Jimmy, right. Favorite running, running back on the slate. The my top. favorite guy, if we're going up top, 
um, is, I mean, I'm just going to go keep going with them is Austin Eckler. Um, people will see the difference between Henry and Jacobs and then just gravitate toward Henry and Jacobs, um, which is fine. Um, I don't have any interest in Josh Jacobs, maybe a little bit in Henry, but Eckler on the road, the pass catching ability, sub 12% ownership. Yeah, it just it's just too easy. Okay. Vinny? For me, I'm going to the other side of that. I, I mean, I, I, I'll have Smeckler for sure. I, I He's not a bad play ever. Uh, but I just think, like, the Titans, they, and this always happens. They kind of, like, lose track of who they are, and then they come back in a great matchup on the ground. And we mm-hmm. could see a 30-35 carry game out of Derrick Henry here. Like this, yeah, I think it's has all technique. the makings. Dude, Henry was absolutely destroying the slate last week. Before, I don't know what happened, but they kind of throttled back a little bit. Jacksonville's playing well and kind of you know nipping at their heels here a little bit. Uh, I think we see a monster game out of Henry um, this this week. So for me, it's Henry up top if I'm going there. I agree. Um, no. Henry's definitely one of my favorites, but you can't ignore Tony Pollard. Tony uh, Pollard, we've been saying this for three seasons. And he's finally getting more carries, I guess. He's not getting the bell cow share. It doesn't even matter. The guy can break off any play, any time. And he's getting red zone touches. He gets throws in the red zone. Tony Pollard at 7,100 is just too cheap. Line him up because he can have that slate-breaking type game, especially against Jacksonville. He's going to be one of the lowest. He's going to be one of the lowest owned running backs on the slate. I can't. That's incredible. I, I just people are people are going. We've got right now, just so everybody knows a little context, we got Jacobs and Henry both at, you know, in the low 20s, 20 to 23%, mix in at around 9%. Tony Pollard, 6 to 8%. And then people are people are apparently wanting to play James Conner. I, <laughs> 18%. I, 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 I don't, not I don't even as it. mind-boggling as the 22% on Alvin Kamara. Where I mean, the that's guy's a, averaging about four DraftKings points a game over the last two months. I mean, <laughs> but at least, at least Kamara has the like, dude, they're playing with Brett Rippon or whoever the hell is playing quarterback. I mean, I know that, you know, the Red Rifle is not a whole lot better, but like. Oh, you're dude, talking about Colt McCoy. Wrong side of the game. Is Colt McCoy playing? Uh, I have no idea because he didn't finish last game. So yeah, I really haven't paid too much attention because I have literally zero interest. In that game. <laughs> I, can't really, I can't really blame you for that. Uh, yeah, no injury designation. It will be Colt the Colt attack. Okay, but uh, I mean, yeah, man. I mean, it's just like I'm not, whatever. Like okay. again, we talk about this all the time. I'm more than happy to let. 22% of the field like Kamara and Connor. <laughs> like I'll just okay, go play Pollard. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Or I, drop I like right that. below and play Miles Sanders for 10% ownership. Yep. So Before going that. down the board here, uh let's go like six thousand to five thousand. Who who's your favorite in there? Oh, All right. I, I have one favorite and then I have one off the board play that I got a little hunch this week. Okay. So I think my one of my favorites is I'm going to be playing uh, Knight, obviously from the Jets. Um, Zonovan Knight, dude, he's been getting, he's just been getting the touches. Like he's the dude there. Uh, it's very clear. Um, we talked about the Lions' defense. Like 
I don't think they're going to come out with a game plan letting Zach Wilson throw this ball like nearly 30, 40 times. So I got to imagine he gets a lot of workload here. Uh, but I, I, I'm, I got a gut feeling it's probably going to absolutely sting me and kill all my lineups. But I'm going to play some Chunky Lenny this week. I think this could be a Fournette um, for Tampa. Mm. I think that game kind of pops off a little bit. Dude, he's not a bad player at all. Like, and he is so cheap at 5,500. He's also not very good. No, he's not. But they're at home. Tampa's like in full desperation mode. Like, oh, yes, absolutely. I understand that. So, if, yes. I mean, the only argument to it is if you think that uh, Rashad White is the better play, then play White. But I think the running backs here could be kind of interesting. Fair. Aside. Fair. No. All right, going down in that range for me. I love how uh, you guys had literally just zero emotion and reaction to those calls. I mean, that's I, I not can't. a great sign. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm a little nervous. I don't know what you want me to say about Fat Lenny, and I mean, and I do want to say, I do want to say that the percent ownership. I do want to say that the public is extremely heavy on Cincinnati, and the sports book absolutely needs Tampa Bay to cover this week. So I can see this actually being a close game, and that could mean Lenny. Gets his. So, okay. Vinny, it's not it's not the worst call in the world. Um, Thank you. I appreciate that. that. It probably is. My gut's telling me no. That. My gut's telling me no, but the uh, the handle is telling me yes. But my body. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ. So You're forget. not allowed to sing R. Kelly anymore. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> um, down here, I mean, I like Pacheco. Uh, yeah. And I like Swift. And I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to see why DeAndre Swift is only going to be four percent owned at fifty seven hundred. Because um, he sucks. no, he doesn't suck, Vinny. We are, he's actually a good player. He remains to be seen. <laughs> well, he puts up DraftKings points, so that's all I really give care give a shit about. So he's going to put up points in this game. He's only fifty seven hundred. I, he's he's got the highest ceiling of anyone down here, um, aside from maybe Dante Foreman. But I, I don't know, if, you know, how how yeah. close I can get to that this week. Are, are you guys going to play any Jet McKinnon? No, I probably. At this point? I think I think you're. I think it's fine if you play him, but I just don't like the game script. Um, yeah, I mean, I would I, rather play Pacheco. Yeah, and they're gonna they're gonna run in a game like this. I think they're gonna run the younger guy a hell of a lot more than the guy that just got you know twenty touches last week. And Jarek McKinnon, that uh, his knees are gonna explode any game now. So I think it's gonna be a semi rest week for McKinnon. And I think Pacheco is the one that gets all the all the hub this week. Well, I, I I liked McKinnon. Part of the reason why I liked McKinnon so much last week is because they're playing against Denver, and the one asset of Denver's defense is a pass rush and the heat that they can bring on the quarterback, right? And you, you saw it. I mean, the, that big fluke play was a Mahomes scramble. Linebackers sucked up, and he just dumped it over the over to McKinnon, and, you know, he's off to the races. They're not really going to have play. to do that this week, right? Like, no. they're just going to be able to five-step, six-step, seven-step drop, huck it to whoever, or they're just going to run the ball at Pacheco. So – yeah, I mean, it's not that I don't like McKinnon. I just don't like the situation where I think he shines this week like he did last week. Okay. Can I interest you guys? Oh, oh, no. oh. lay it on me. And 
It's the, my problem is I don't know who to play, but it's either Rex Burkhead or Dare Ugin Bawale. No, it's for Houston. sure. It's for sure sex Rex, dude. Because there's only two active running backs on the Texans this week, <laughs> so, and those are the two. And so, I want the pass catching guy. So and that's Rex. Uh, go, go, the Goomba is not a pass catcher. That guy is a pound yeah. your head against the fucking cinder blocks at the bar kind of guy. I mean, he's just, you know, he's the ultimate meathead. He's a short yardage grinder. Burkhead's a guy that's going to be in there with all the passing. Uh, Burkhead's been on the team longer, understands the pass blocking schemes as well. I mean, I know that I don't care, you know, they're just kind of playing a revolving door of quarterbacks right now. It's a musical chairs of who's going to get the next series. But, yeah, I think Rex is is the guy that I'm going to have quite a bit of interest in. Yeah, 4,600 coming from behind, the pass-catching running back. I can see Burkhead getting, like, eight catches this game easy. Yeah. And if he gets us one touchdown with that, I mean, we're rolling uh, yep. to save some money. So I, I really like Rex Burkhead this week. I've been looking at that all week. Finding that sub 5K guy. So is there anyone else down here you guys are interested in, or can we move on to receivers? For me, it was just Rex, unless Vinny has some other no. shit stabber down here. Nope. Nope, I'm nope. good. On to receivers. Okay. Moving on. Um, I think Chase is the automatic like receiver yep. that I'm going to be playing. Even in my non-borough lineups, I'm going to be getting yep. Chase. 8,300 is wildly cheap. Um, he's getting 10-plus catches this week. He got held out of the end zone last week. He's definitely getting a touchdown this week. Um, Chase is by and far my numero uno this week. Yep. So part of the reason why I was more gravitated towards guys like Swift and some of the cheaper running backs is I, I want to try and get two of these guys above 7,000 in, in any one of my lineups, right? Um, I'm with Joey on Chase. I mean, it's pick your poison between those three, right? Um, I think... And I think you got to just keep hammering St. Brown. The 18%, I don't care. The volume that he's getting is just absolutely stupid. Um, and then I think C.D. Lamb should be be garnering a little bit more price as well. 7300 is a little bit too cheap for him, for the guy that's basically, you know, getting 60% of the target share. Yeah, that that's the guy I like this week quite a bit. Uh, obviously, yeah. Uh, one of the clear bringbacks. If you think that Jacksonville game pops off, especially like, I think yeah. you very simply go Pollard and CD uh, as the bringbacks and like full game stack that thing, and Easy. you're getting a lot of action there. Um, one of the other really good bringbacks that I like here is Alave down at 6500. Uh, if we're gonna be playing Desmond, that's the dude. Um, so yeah, I think he's a pretty good price. The, the only other guy in this range that I really I, I think is really interesting. He got a touchdown call back two weeks ago, or was it last week, Jim? You made a great call because it almost paid off as Mike Evans. Uh, he's he's going to pop here one of these weeks. Um, 100%. And it was a bullshit penalty, too. That Yeah. It's, you know, I know they were playing the Niners, but he he's the downfield guy. They don't throw it downfield to anybody – Scotty Miller gets like a random like wheel route down the sidelines that he always seems to fucking drop. And Brady, Brady looks like he's going to absolutely cut his dick off and eat it for lunch. But yeah, I mean, he's still seeing nine, nine, 11 targets in the last like five weeks. Like, dude, he's bound to have a huge. He's game. seeing more volume 
than DeAndre Hopkins is seeing, but he's $1,500 less. Yeah. In an easier matchup. You just got to do it. I mean, it's it's not a stack situation. He's the only really Tampa Bay player I have a massive amount of interest in this week. Um, If you think that, you know, you'd rather just get the guaranteed points from Godwin, I mean, I think Godwin's a better cash game play. And again, we're not really talking cash games here. If we're looking for high upside ceiling plays, I think it's Evans still. So I'm, I'm with you on that one, Ben. I like the Evans call. <laughs> Anybody, Joey, in this like mid-range, like below Evans that – Yeah, no, I mean, we already mentioned it, but Garrett Wilson is an obvious – I mean, I think he's getting the highest ownership on the slate, but uh, for good reason. Um, yeah. He's our number one target. He is really but, fucking good. Detroit's Joe, an absolute pass funnel. It doesn't that's going to drop because people are going to freak out about Zach Wilson. And I think so. Fantastic. That, I think that gets down to like 10%, dude. Like, Sign me up for some Wilson Wilson. I don't know if it gets down that far, Vin. Dude, but. Zach Wilson's just a laughing stock out there right now. And again, dude, not saying is. that's wrong, but like I think people are just going to completely jump ship off of that game. Yeah. Or at least that side. So I think you're safe there. I'm not I'm not fading like any of my shares as planning to play of them. So all right. Well, let's get down to the the gritty. This is what the listeners really come for is what receivers are we playing like under 5k? This is where we make our money, baby. Um let's see. Down here in the fives, I have a little interest to go back to DJ Moore after absolutely costing me a ton of money last week. I hope a lot of people are gonna bail off of him. Um if he's healthy, uh, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get hurt again. <laughs> uh, so well. a guy, so two guys. I played this guy a little bit last week. I didn't really talk about him on the pod because I thought you guys would like call in a wellness check. It's you know the local police <laughs> for me. Uh, but Nick Westbrook Akeen is a guy that uh, in passing. I mean, go look what he did last. I week. know. I hate that. I, I don't like him either, and I don't even know why I don't like yeah, him. Yeah, I have no reason. No, I just – but I started looking at it, and I just started looking at the numbers and the sheer volume that he's getting, even if Burks is in. I mean, I'll take another 11.3. Bur- Burks is officially week. out, by the way. Okay, so, I mean, at 4,100, I'll be playing quite a bit of Westbrook Akeen again in a game that I think is going to be a little bit more high scoring. And then – Everybody thinks this guy sucks, and I think he kind of sucks too. <laughs> but I think Valdez Scantling's getting at least one deep bomb from Mahomes this week. I think he goes over 100 yards receiving, one, maybe two touchdowns, but he's going to blow his 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 ceiling projection out of the water. His, his ceiling projection right now is only 13.6. I think he gets close to 18 to 20. Yeah, I think that's strong. I mean – it's hard to go away from Chris Moore, but he's gaining a ton of ownership here. Are you guys going to him, or are you going to make some pivots? No, I'll just, um, I'll just, I'll just go play Dorsett again and and see okay. if that ha- see if that yeah, works. or or Amari Rogers at the same price. I mean, there's exactly. only three active receivers. I think you just <laughs> split it up, right? Like if you're going to play three Mahomes lineups, like just place one at each, like in each lineup, and just I mean, I did it's, 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 I did the same thing last week. I sent you guys that lineup that I had Amari Rogers in. I think you guys about. Both fell out of your fucking chairs. Yeah, but I, I literally because I played Dorset. That like Amari Raj, the one guy I didn't play. And I was like, well, so I played, yeah. I played at least one of those three 
just where I I could fit them in at for yeah. that specific reason. Now this week that the Chiefs are going to be my favorite stack. It's just the easiest thing. Like if I if I want to put in Burkhead and then just like one of these random guys, like it's so cheap and I can go get all other premium players. Yeah, I think that's fair. Anybody um, else down here? I think Dorset is a really sneaky call or Amari or whatever one because like I could see the entire industry being so furious when the Chiefs just say, okay, well, like you have no one. We're just going to cover Chris Moore and yeah. you're done. And Philip Dorsett does what we thought was going to do last week. So I think that's a super sneaky call. Uh, I've got one more guy down here, but I'll, I'll hit a bit after you guys go. Um, are you guys i don't know I, his name has attracted me not that he's done shit this year but he did catch a touchdown last week it's russell gage at 3500 fully healthy he's playing almost every snap on the offense now uh he caught a touchdown for brady or actually a really sick touchdown um you know how it is with brady once you start getting a little bit of trust with him he'll start firing the ball at you so is russell gage on your guys radar or is it just like oh i don't see a q tag next to his name anymore and that's exciting no. Yeah, personally, he's not. Um, I would rather play uh, a Kendrick Kendrick Bourne at thirty one hundred is going to be my guy. I think uh, you can play Bourne or Aguilar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I don't think Aguilar is very good. Um, I think Kendrick Bourne is a better football player than Nelson Aguilar is. Um, and at thirty one hundred, that's that's also just a misprice. Um, he's a guy who even when Myers isn't hurt, he's out there playing, you know, 65 to 75% of the snaps. He's not doing a whole hell of a lot. But, I mean, for 3,100, for a guy that has a floor projection well, over 10 points? No, and uh, something to be said is Jacoby Myers is questionable, right? But Jacoby Myers runs out of the slot like 85% yep. of the time. Nelson Aguilar is Jacoby Myers' backup. Kendrick yep. Bourne is outside receiver. Tyquan Thornton is outside receiver. Devontae Parker is out this week. I like Tyquan Thornton at 3,000. He got himself back in the game last week, caught a couple of good balls. Um, at 3K, Thornton, that's going to be on the field 80% plus, and he's got all the talent. I really like Bourne and Thornton. Um, I'm just a little more attracted to Thornton, I guess. more. Yeah, I think – but e- either one of those guys um, I think is somebody who you have to – probably try and get into your lineup the only other guy i'll mention down here and it's it's ugly don't get me wrong he's had a horrible year coming off of injury is it 3800 hunter renfro if he's back um no one's gonna play him yeah the new the new option friday yeah. Friday, by the way, McDaniel's like, I haven't decided if I'm going to activate him yet or not. Come right. On, and and this will lead it's into Friday. it. Like, I have the same thoughts on uh, on Waller if if he's back as well. Like, both guys are going to – it's going to come down to – we probably won't find out to what? Tomorrow afternoon, Sunday morning. Um, yeah. They're going to let him warm up, and that's what's going to be the designation. But if they're going to play for that cheap, like, both guys could see a lot of targets because, obviously, Belichick's going to try to do his best to take Devontae out. So – yeah. Tight ends. Where are you guys thinking? All right. I mean, I'm Kelsey I'm play, is such I'm an easy play this Kelsey. week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's just, I, I don't carry 7,800 at all. Yeah. He's, he's, too he's that much. He's too good, and Houston's that bad. Like, he's going to make a fool of them. Like, he might get all of his points in the first half. Yep. 
Um, that's fine by me. Um, Dallas Goddard should be coming back this week. Um, 4,700. Once Jeez. he's in, he actually gets a lot of targets against Chicago's shitty ass defense and shitty linebackers. Is Dallas Goddard on your guys' radar this week? My only concern, Joey, is that they need him for the playoffs and they may not play him a ton. Yeah. Um, like, like get out an, there and get hit a is, few times and just. Yeah, like he's an back. integral part to their team. If they, if this game, I think that they're going to win pretty handily. If it was going to be more of a close game, then I might have some more interest, but not this week. I kind of want to see how he, how he does coming off injury, and then you know get get into him next week. Good, good. Uh, I like Cole Komet is like the only guy in Chicago with an ounce of talent <laughs> to catch passes. Uh, Dude, they're like number two receiver this week is Dante Pettis. Yeah, I, I'll just good. play Cole Komet at four. Number one is Equinemia St. Brown, the the other St. Brown brother. The better yeah. the better one. Uh, any dancing <laughs> rift for you this week? <laughs> no. No, no, I'm, I'm not playing shitty I'm players. just kidding. I just want to see your reactions. Take it easy. I just want to see your reactions. I didn't know Denver can downgrade uh, a quarterback, but they're even downgrading our uh, <laughs> <up> quarterbacks. <laughs> Dude, that's <laughs> how – first off, real quick, like the first time we've seen life out of Russ – all year he gets knocked out cold. Like, I was like, dude, this when he went for that, when he went for that run too, I was just like, oh, found the fountain of youth, and he died. It was just no. like, oh, he didn't make it to the fountain of youth. Real, no, he, he almost um, got there. He, he, First he, he thing he's trying to get out of the lineup. It's about three yards short, Joe. No, yeah, I, I thought it was I, a I thought it was a fake concussion at first too. Like he was just like, "Give me the fuck out of here!" And then I saw the hematoma coming off his forehead. And I was like, yeah, oh, okay, it's not <laughs> it's good. real. Not he, good. He legit, I bet he like undid his chin strap on purpose. I bet he didn't yeah, drink his like uh, his famous um, concussion water. He used to talk I, about. I'm gonna uh, go back to Chiggy here uh, for the Titans. Like mm-hmm. you can't deny it now. He's definitely a part of this offense. Yeah, without Traylon Burks back as well like he's gonna be involved like five targets five targets six targets at 3100 i'm just gonna keep playing him if, Der- well. if derwin james is back this week that's the easiest fade off of a 12 to 15 percent cheap tight end for me that i'll ever make that's fair but they're actually yeah. splitting him like they're playing him with hooper and splitting him out i'm with you i just don't i don't like the matchup and tyler conklin's the same price exactly and tyler conklin's totally. one of my favorites this week that's the only reason i'm like i'm not even gonna think it think yeah. of chiggy this I got week, even well. though he did he did very well last week and tyler, Con- freak. And tyler conklin's yeah. been consistently producing no matter who the quarterback is and he's a third of the ownership yeah mm-hmm I like yeah. it. So um, I'll, I'll pass on the on the on the Sigmeister or Chigmeister, I guess. Chigmeister. Get it right. All right. Uh defense. Real quick, I looked this up. I couldn't believe it. the Broncos are the chalk in a big way, like 23, 24% owned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got them at 14. Okay. Um, I can so see maybe why. somewhere in the middle there. But I can also see Colt McCoy just playing the ultimate Derek Carr game and just like not turn the ball over and have a shit offense. Yes. And I mean, then, dude, then like, Denver just getting like six points for you. Like, you know, Colt, it's like Colt McCoy is better than like Andy Dalton and Davis Mills. No, that's, that's the thing. I was going to bring it up with the receivers is, is the Arizona receivers are kind or of interesting Brett this Rippin. week. I just play the if you want to get really weird in a GPP with 22% of the field going Denver, right? Don't go Colt McCoy, but you can throw some of those Arizona receivers in there. Because Colt McCoy does know how to throw the ball to his receivers because he's not running. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just saying if you want to get really weird in a GPP, <laughs> like sub 1% ownership type stuff, um, you can go with like Marquise Brown that's not going up against uh, 
Yeah. Oh I, 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 I talked about I talked about this game a little bit. I have a little interest in the Falcons. I know they're not any good, but at 2,500, like they're actually playing for something. Like New Orleans sucks, dude. They are really freaking bad, especially on offense. So I'm going to play some Falcons, D. I'm not sure if I can do that. I think I would probably rather just play the Titans at 2,200. Dude, I was just going to say that. <laughs> at home. Um, no, they're James, on the road. How, many, how many points has the Titans got on defense the last two weeks combined? So here's – yeah, here's my concern. The Titans 22? are going – Negative six. Yeah, the well, that's Titans, a problem. The Titans are going on the road, and they've they got negative They give up 35 points and 36 and negative, points two weeks in a row. Yeah, negative four and negative two the last two weeks. Um, but well, that, I but like that. I said, this is where the Titans – this is when everyone falls off the Titans, and this is exactly when they bounce back and go, like, oh, no, 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 we're the AFC South champions, even though that's all they'll ever be. But, again, I think if Derrick Henry has a big game, they shut down Herbert a little bit because everyone's jumping on the Chargers right now. Tennessee could be a great play. Like no one's going to play them with negative two and negative four points two weeks. Yeah, ago. yeah, I'll, I'll be playing some Tennessee. Uh, um, other, than, other than that, for me, it's just going to be Tennessee. It's going to be Denver, and that's. I have some interest in New England at twenty eight hundred. Uh, yeah. The Raiders. Are, we don't need to go on. I don't want to make Joe really mad, but. Um, yeah, I'm gonna play the. the what do you Patriots. mean you don't want to make me mad? <laughs> you know why? <laughs> he wouldn't like you um, angry. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's pretty much it uh, for me in defenses. All right, um, so I kind of like the Steelers top, this week. Top just saying, I think TJ Watt can absolutely maybe kill Sam Darnold this week. There's a there's a possibility that happens. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Steelers top stacks. Oh, uh, for for me, it's gonna be the Chiefs. Uh, Mahomes is mispriced. Kelsey's the only one that's priced up. You can play a running back with them if you want to. You've got clear run back options with Burkhead, and then any one of those random ass cheap receivers. Um, it, it's just it's one of those that I think a lot of people will just look. They'll try and get too cute. Um, just play the just play the Kansas City stack and and just move on. Cool. My favorite stack is Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, I like that one too, Joe. And then like the, the runbacks are great to get a full game stack going. Yep. But Cincinnati, I'll have that stack going quite a bit. And then in a few, I'll have Cincinnati with Tampa with runbacks in the same lineup. With that game being the last game of the day, it's going to be the last game ending. You know, you know the NFL. It's like the WWE in nineteen ninety-five. The They're going to make sure the this game is like thirty-eight to thirty-five. You know, a, a nail biter between Brady and Burrow. They're calling this the "pass the torch" game because Burrow has the most similarities to Brady and all these different things. I can see this game being really close. Both teams pushing each other. Um, favorite stack easily. Uh, and I'm again prepared to go all in and get burned, but Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. Uh, I just like your both favorite stack, huh? I like both sides of this game. Um, I mean, I'm gonna have quite, Eagles if I'm paying up, but uh, yeah, man, I think the Jags are in a good spot here. I think that I think this game kind of goes goes high. All right, well, you can just cannonball it straight high. back around with your bold call of the week. <laughs> that oh. wasn't his bold call. <laughs> um, come back to me. I'm I'm deciding between two. Okay, Joey. Uh, I want to get weird, but the easy one for me is Chase. I think Chase is breaking the slate this week. I think he gets the most points on the entire slate out of anybody. 
So, I mean, he did this during the uh, fantasy playoffs last year that helped me greatly. Um, he was in a he was in the fifties. Is he going to go north of fifty, or are you calling north of forty? I'm going north of 40, but okay. definitely the call is that when you look at top fantasy points for the entire day at the end of the day, you're going to see Jamar Chase's name at the top. Okay. I like it. I like it. Uh, let's see here. I'm I'm deciding between two. I'm going to go with the, with the receiver. Uh, I am going to say that Amon Ross St. Brown is actually the highest scoring player of the entire slate. Uh, I think St. Brown's going to get up into the mid forties this week. Oh my God. I was planning on full fading him, but I'm going to have to throw one in. I will never Um, full fade him. Well, look, their best corner is not covering St. Brown. Correct. Yeah. He doesn't travel. So, uh, well, not even that St. Brown comes out of the slot. So yeah, correct. Uh, I think two guys in the sixes go for 30 plus points and it's Christian Kirk and Mike Evans. I like that. Love the Mike Evans call. Love. I like the Mike Evans one too. I All right. So much Burrow chase Evans. It's not even funny. Burrow I do too. Real it's quick so guys. Holidays coming up. Don't forget. Trim up a little bit. Look good. Jim, look like me. I know you're coming off a work trip, but. You, I mean, you may look, need a little a uh, little cleanup tomorrow morning. Dude, I look like hammered shit. I feel like hammered baby shit. <laughs> uh, you know, Joe knows what I'm talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Santa cares about his sack. So should you. So should I. Uh, I'm going to take care of myself. I got the whole setup. I got the premium package, platinum package 4.0. I'm ready to roll in the bathroom. You should be too. It look, it's not too late to go out there and get a nice gift for somebody. Free shipping, 20% off. Christmas, you know, just nine short days away. Go figure it out. Don't hesitate. Zone 20, manscaped.com. Take care of yourself and you make sure that your buddies are, are taken care of out there as well. Jingle bells, jingle say. balls, holidays coming up. Take care of yourself. Please. 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 That's, That's going to be it, guys. Me. Yeah. Good luck this week. All right, weekend. guys. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter. Um, hit us with questions. We're all over Twitter. We'll answer your questions if you, uh, you know, are undecided on two guys and you need a little bit of help. Like, hit us up. We're, we're, we want to get interactive with you guys. So get us on Twitter. Red Zone DFS, JJ McIntosh, Benny Levine 29, and DFS, Joey Levine. And uh, good luck this week. Thanks for listening. Peace. Later. Later.